The songs we love, the songs we hate, the songs we've never heard. What do they all have in common? Music speaks to us in ways we may not realize. Discover how to use what you already have to get what you really want. You're listening to Power of a Positive Playlist on the OBBM Network. Here's your host, John Chester. Hello, I'm John Chester, music therapist and developer of Power of a Positive Playlist, which is the use of music to help you achieve non-music goals. And across the chair from me right now is Jeff Benson, musician, keyboardist, smartass, VP of retail sales. Really glad you're here, Jeff. Guilty as charged. Jeff and is, definitely, uh, definitely appreciate you having me on uh, your broadcast, John. Thank uh, you. Uh, Jeff is a longtime friend of mine and, a, and uh, a mentor of sorts because he is just scary gifted in music. You're one of those people that see music, aren't you? I, I, I see it. I kind of feel it. It It's colors, it's shapes, it's all that. Uh, and uh, yeah, I would agree with your statement. It is more than simply just notes, auditory sounds. Uh, and I think, to your point, has a great effect in a positive way on uh, everybody's life or could. Yes. Good. See, so people don't have to be a musician, though, to dig into music, right? No, absolutely not. There are tons of people who listen to the radio. I Sometimes I ask people, some of my clients, and I'll say, so what instrument do you play? And they say, well, I play the radio, or I'm real good at yeah. Cirrus XM, or I'm real good at, you know, this kind of, and they're, oh, that's fine, that's fine, but know how to play it. And that's what we're going to dig into today. So when you listen to music, does that affect how you play music? Uh, yeah, I think it does. I think that, you know, everybody uh, is inspirational. You know, you're, you're all the next level is always building on what came before you. What are your influences? What are your inspirations? What motivates you? And I think for me, a big piece of life for me is music. And so uh, yeah, I think it kind of informs everything and you can take lessons from every part of life and apply it via music. So I, I find myself doing a lot of that. So what makes music different for you? Because, I mean, you're, you're, you're not, you're not a, your bread and butter isn't musicianship. Yeah, you're not, correct. You're, so you're not correct. in a band. So my, not, my day job, quote, yes. yeah. <laughs> is uh, a vice president of sales. Right. So uh, a lot of communication, a lot of convincing, uh, helping people understand. And I think if you start with the premise, music is a language um, you can extrapolate a lot from that, not just in terms of language, voice, verbal, but uh, in terms of spirit, emotion, text, pace, context, rhythm. And I think a lot of that is on a, uh, in my day job, using what I know about music uh, allows me to better communicate to the audience and get my message across. What am I trying to express? What do I want to say? And I think all good songs have something to say. Uh, and inform you or bring you along down a, either a story, a path, an idea, a concept. Okay. So you don't have to be, again, and that's good, but you don't have to be a musician to get that. No. Because you're the maker, but there are the consumers out there that turn on the radio and they hear Jeremiah was a bullfrog. Yeah. And it, it, it can hit you at all different levels, right? Just because you understand the context behind it doesn't necessarily mean you have to know exactly how to bake the pie to enjoy it, right? So yeah, I think yeah. from the you, you asked earlier about the musician's perspective and kind of how it informs. So uh, I, I will take those pieces that maybe I can see at a little bit deeper level than the average person and maybe apply them in a different way. But you don't need to. If it, if it moves you, you know, if it's good music, you're going to know it, right? It's going to motivate you and speak to you. So do you think there's a song for every emotion? 
I think there's a song for every emotion for every person. And that's the beautiful thing about music. You'll hear musicians talk about it all the time. Uh, they may have written a song about a certain experience or maybe a relationship or uh, something they saw. And when they create this song, they put it out there, people hear it. Quite often, you will see that the listener will get something different that the maker never really intended. And I think that's one of the neatest things about music is it can have multiple um, stories for different people. So I think people, again, can approach it differently. So there's a song for every person uh, and for every mood, but it's going to vary by person. Trusted roofing and renovation experts. Bacon Roofing for all your interior and exterior renovations throughout DFW. BaconRoofing.com. Call 972-772-1999 today. It's like the song uh, by by the Beatles, "Got to Get You Into My Life." Yes. Okay. Yeah. People think, oh, it's just this guy. Uh, guys walking down the street, and bam, beautiful woman, and I've got to get you into my life. What's the song really about? I'm I'm gonna let you answer that. Pot. It's about pot. Okay. his first very, use very for good pot. To he know. was just so so jazzed by it that uh, you know, oh, I'm gonna do, gotta get pot into my life. So <laughs> it's McCartney's love song, the pot. Uh, okay. And see, and I'll I'll continue to take it as a, a love song to a person. <laughs> it so is a love song to a person, yeah. And that's how I take it because you know, yeah. But it's so it's a matter of application, and it's like medicine. It's like I don't know herbal medicine. It's like uh, essential oils. It's like anything. It's a salve. It's a balm that people can either apply or misapply. Yeah, I, I think that's that's super important, especially as it relates back to how you can craft a playlist to you know bring yourself to a positive place, right? And I think that's the that that's exactly right. Music. Uh, I always share with people that. You know, if you tried to categorize, what is music, right? Is it just an auditory wave moving out? Is it rhythm? Is it sound? And when you look at how music affects the human being, any human being, it actually is more quite like a drug than anything else. In other words, it has an effect. It can lift your mood. It can put you in a foul mood. (laughs) It can make you, you know, feel down up. And I think that a lot of people take it passively and experience it versus going, I know it's going to have this effect, and maybe I can use that to help myself internally, whether that's motivation, peace, serenity, what have you. There's Music has the power to do that. Yes. So with clients I've had, they love music either – most of the time it's passively. You know, they, they listen to whatever their favorite band is, and they just have it playing around the house while they're vacuuming or during a party or something. What they don't know is – even though it's on passively, it is actively actively adapting your emotions, manipulating your emotions. Yeah. People don't get this. And that's one of the real concepts of the power of a positive playlist. As a music therapist, I've seen these things with people who have depression. They're going to enable that even worse by playing music that just picks at the wound. Yeah. I mean, it has an effect. There's there's no doubt, right? Any Any... Uh, intellectually honest person is going to say, hey, the music will affect what I'm feeling, what I'm experiencing, maybe to enhance. So uh, I think that's a, a huge, very strong point and premise that if people can consciously get their mind around that, it can have a great effect. And the reality also is we we at times actively treat it like a drug. For example, 
we'll play seductive music. We'll put on some R&B or, or whatever your jazz is. And because we want to get in the mood. Okay, well, if you want to get in the mood, you know what kind of music to play. You're not going to put on, I always pick on these people, Pink Floyd. You're not going to put on Pink Floyd to get in an amorous mood, right? Because it's, it, there's well, way some, too much. some might now, and, John, and, come. Well, <laughs> I hope not. And if you are using Pink Floyd to be seductive, uh, you need to call a helpline because that's just sick. Okay, so <laughs> no, don't do that. So if you, but you find the right, don't do this. I'm trying to be professional. So if you're trying to, if you're trying, if you listen to seductive music or or, or music that really gets you in that mood, you know, you're doing it, but people don't realize is they treat it like it's entertainment. But like you said, it really is a drug. Mm -hmm. You get on the uh, freeways here in the DFW area. There's a classical music station. We're very blessed to have that at WRR. Well, uh, they have this afternoon program called Road Rage Remedy. So you can put that on and listen to something that de-escalates you down. I, I want to know where those people are driving because that would be a great experience. <laughs> it would be... DFW. <laughs> yeah, it'd be a nice change to be around that vibe than the ones I'm normally getting. You are not what you eat. You are what you absorb. Air, water, and nutrients are vital to your health. Today's lifestyles are bombarded with electromagnetic frequencies. Absorbing these frequencies are linked to brain fog, to illness and diseases, down to the cellular level. I am Brenda Wakefield. Go to betterhealthbrenda.com to discover how you can protect your family, work and living spaces, your mind and your body without disconnecting from your wireless lifestyle. BetterHealthBrenda.com, BetterHealthBrenda.com. All right, so let's let's get back to you being VP of uh, retail sales, all right? So how do you personally, and we're going to work personally, then radiate it out. How does Jeff Pinson, VP of sales, retail sales, use music, first of all, actively, as a musician, to do the job better or get you at least in a vibe because we all have suck days where we're going, I really don't want to go into work. And then there's other days like, man, I can't wait. So how do you, first of all, use music actively? You know, I think and it, it using it to pump yourself up, obviously that is a good, um, you know, that's a, a, a good way to do it. I mean, I think more I find myself using music reflectively um, versus, okay, I've got a big sales presentation. I'm going to get, you know, pumped up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. I tend to use it more reflectively to help get me focused. I use it to help, you know, calm, kind of clear all the cobwebs out and be able to focus in and either say what I want to say. Uh, I might have it on in the background as I'm preparing a presentation for a big client, right? Again, so what is that song, though? What, what, what is some of that music? Oh, that man, playlist? it might be anything from classical, as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, could be jazz. My uh, kind of dyed-in-the-wool loves our rock, um, especially like a lot of the progressive rock, which yep. tends to have a lot of uh, swings in terms of mood and 
tempo and dynamic range. So it might be a journey kind of similar to a classical song, where part of it may be slow in the beginning, speeds up in the middle, slows down in the end, has a beautiful melody, or maybe has a really catchy rhythm. So it's so, a textural, it's a textural, emotionally textural thing that uh, it just brushes against you enough to get you yeah. active and get you involved. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, it may keep your keep part of your mind occupied right the logical part of your mind as you try and get the creative part of your mind flowing uh, or vice versa okay i'm john chester power of positive playlist we're going to continue this discussion with jeff pinson the vp of retail sales musician and keyboardist do you know how he separates that or so if you're a keyboardist you're not a musician or to be a musician you have to how does that work? It's like it's like a scout badge. You're you're just a better musician, right? <laughs> oh if you're a gosh. keyboardist, I can say that. <laughs> We're gonna go pay the bills. We'll be right back. Parting with a home that you've loved, growing into the next phase of your life. Trust the team at Jeannie Martin Real Estate to handle the details of your situation with tender, loving care. The Martin team is your home connection, North Central Texas. M A R T E N Team.com. Go to MartinTeam.com today. What makes a trade show event an experience people remember? Attendees show up for the attractor factor, and if you don't have it, they'll walk away and forget you were there. Work with the experienced team of professionals at the trade group to maximize your marketing dollar in creative, impressive ways that keep them coming back for more. The trade group offers a full range of products and services that meet new budgets with TLC and give experienced exhibitors polish that pays off time and time again. Have an awesome event every time. Set up your consultation today at tradegroup.com. Experiential marketing delivers exceptional attendee participation rates and keeps you top of mind when it's time to buy. Stop by the Carrollton, Texas showroom and discover the possibilities. Trust the trade group. Tradegroup.com for events that draw a crowd. That's tradegroup.com. And welcome back. This is John Chester, music therapist and developer of Power of a Positive Playlist. Really glad you're here. Sitting across from me is Jeff Pinson, musician, keyboardist, vice president of retail sales. Did sales. I get that right? Yes, you did. Thank that you. Close enough? Very good. No? Very good. Nice Probably. job. Now, you used to live in Houston. I did live in Houston. I took a detour for about 20 years in uh, Houston, grew up in the uh, DFW area, um, and uh, uh, initially started out in college thinking I'm going to run down the track, be a musician. Um, one of my favorite John Lennon quotes is, you know, life happens while you're making other plans. Yep. And uh, other plans happen. So ended up uh, in, in the sales field, um, typically a lot of different arenas, pharmaceuticals, electronic payments, spent some time in the ATM world. Uh, and uh, spent a lot of time pursuing a career that would be a normal day job. Okay. Uh, and but music still for me passion. Uh, there you go. Very deep uh, in me, right? It's something that you know you you can't easily lay down. Uh, and uh, although it's it's been kind of like a relationship, high points, low points, uh, it's always been there and has always been part of my journey and you know one of my great loves in life. So. You and I had to sit through theory classes. Yes. When you sit through, and music theory is like the architecture of music. Yes. Okay, and that's how I put it. And all this passion that you're talking about has to be squeezed through 
the Western view of the architecture of what music should sound like. And mm-hmm. I remember the first semester or more of being totally floored that there had to be this uh, underground architecture to make the music appealing to the Western ear. So here you are now in sales. Uh, and everybody, by the way, is in sales. If you're cruising along the road going, I don't need, I don't, you know, I'm, everybody's in sales. You go to an interview, you're in sales. You're, uh, you're applying for a job, you're applying for a credit card, you're, whatever it is, you're in some degree of sales. You want to top on that? Yeah, I think so. I mean, and, and I kind of alluded to it. Sales is all about communication. I think we've got this idea in our mind that, um, you know, the best salesperson is kind of this greasy, smarmy guy who, you know, at the end of the transaction, you go, what the heck did I just buy? And I want to go take a bath. Do you, um, do you have a plaid? I just want to know, do you have a plaid I, sports coat in I the have, closet? I have no plaid sports coat uh, at this time. Okay. Right. So, well, okay. So then uh, what advice would you have as a person in sales when it comes to music choices and uh, that application for the person who's trying to step up their game in business? In other words, music choices, application, uh, like time of day in the morning and the evening, uh, as, uh, and also related to like emotion into your spiritual challenges. You know, and again, I think it's going to vary by by what your task is at hand or what you're looking to accomplish, either in a big or a small picture way. I mean, if, you know, I was going to go, you know, speak to a crowd and let's say, you know, you, you did a thing in uh, American Airlines Center and you're going to have 100,000 people listening to what you say, and I'm going to be the intro guy, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to approach that differently versus going to speak to a group of, you know, pharmacists or, you know, electronic payment interface designers and talk to them about something like that, I might take a different approach. So um, I I would say know your audience. Uh, And that's that's both in a musical application, but also a business application. Who are you trying to speak to? What are you trying to get across, right? Again, music is so much around communicating something. Think about what you're trying to communicate and then reverse engineer that. What type of music would inspire you to communicate that idea, thought, emotion? Good. So reverse engineer is the word. And the idea, I think, for the, uh, for the listener is when you're listening to a song, how does it make you feel? The question I always ask people is, do you believe music can affect your emotions? The answer is always yes, because it's yes. It always will be yes, and it is just yes, because it's yes. So if music does affect your emotions, how are you enabling yourself? And you reverse engineer it by uh, the standard radio station, because radio is corporate in many ways, uh, has only about one to 200 songs that are in rotation. They have higher rotation and lower rotation. There's college radio that can be either the real progressive stuff. Back in the 90s, REM was, you know, the college radio baby. Uh, but we have a college radio station, high school radio station as well here in the DFW area that plays the B rotation songs or even lower. And there's songs you don't hear on standard radio anymore, like Glenn Campbell pieces, you know, which is a shame. But yeah. you don't you don't hear that stuff. So what I'm getting at here is you have to start having a spectrum. Healthy people have anger and they have joy and they have loss and all these things, but they have the spectrum in between like a rainbow. 
Sure. Your music needs to have the progressive. It needs to have the jazz. It needs to have the classical. So enable, so your audience that you're speaking to can be broad and can, you can connect with as many people as possible. Yeah, ab- absolutely. And I, I think that, you know, the example I gave before was w- how am I preparing to um, communicate something to an outside audience? And I think, you know, turn the mirror around and now how do I communicate something to the inside audience? Am, am I thinking consciously about what am I saying to myself, right? What are what are my personal goals, right? What do I need in this moment? And can I do something to bring me to the point I want to be at? And uh, I think music can have a very powerful, uh, positive uh, effect on that. So let's take this even into the commercial world, like in malls. You know that when a person steps into a store, the stores have engineered playlists. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And these playlists ultimately are there to uh, get them to linger. Mainly mm-hmm. it's just to get them to linger. If they get them to linger, they'll look at more product. If they look at more product, they're more likely to buy. Yeah, okay? absolutely. That's a manipulation of sorts mm-hmm. that we uh, at times are not really aware of what we're, we're, being, we're being tickled with. Yes. And so what's your experience? So uh, aligns with what, you're saying, and I think that imagine if you've ever been to a casino, mm-hmm. right? What hits you when you walk in? Uh, one of the first things that hits you is music, right? And and tone uh, it may not be necessarily music, but you hear the ringing of the machines. A lot of times they do have something playing in the background. Again, a lot of subliminal um, information going on there, and again, designed to produce something. Whether it's hey, I want to. You know, have a positive feeling about being here. I'm going to spend more time here uh, in the mall or in a casino or to motivate you to do something. It, it can be a, a positive manipulation too. It doesn't necessarily have to be a negative. So motivation can cut either way. Absolutely. Local DFW businesses, advertising keeps your businesses front and center in the marketplace. The OBBM network offers targeted reach into the markets you want to dominate. Advertise on the OBBM network for radio, podcast, and television exposure directly where you want it. Area chambers and people groups value knowing service providers they can trust for themselves and trust when giving quality referrals. Advertising strategically is key to successful ROI. Discover what local DFW business advertising on the OBBM network can do for you. Call 214-714-0495 to find out more today. And go to the offbeatbusiness.com to download your free copy of the definitive local business digital media guide. That's 214-714-0495, offbeatbusiness.com. We're coming up to the end of this. And again, I'm John Chester, music therapist. I want to ask this to another musician. Do you think that there, I, I believe there is, but do you, do you believe there's a formula that musicians create that can be used to manipulate emotions? Sure. Yeah. And I think, because I think it's all it is. That's that's all music really ever is. Yeah, it is. And I think, uh, you know, different things, uh, uh, again, a lot of it goes back to what, what would inspire a song. And sometimes that's, I, I saw something happen today that I liked, or I experienced something that was wonderful. And so that creation can come from an emotional source and you can really turn that into a song. And I think that you know, the ingredient there that, that's always the X factor is the inspiration, right? What does it inspire you to write? Um, you know, there's a billion love songs. How many of them resonate with you? 
right? Part of that is the person, but part of that is also the inspiration. And I think that is a big piece of what you can can look to when you talk about could you use it and manipulate it for lack of a better term. All right. So there's various elements of music. There's the melody, the harmony, the rhythm, tempo, timbre. Which of those elements, as a listener, as a consumer, really gets the hackles up on your neck? Hackles positively, negatively, or yes. all the above? Um, I would say that uh, what I tend to gravitate towards most is the melody. Um, rhythm is a close second. Um, and and I'll, I'll throw something kind of as a blanket over all that is the tone of the sound, right? Is it pleasing? Is it accomplishing what it, that message that you're trying to get across? In other words, you don't hear a lot of love songs where people are just screaming at the top of their lungs, right? It, it doesn't. Axl Rose is not a big singer of yeah, love songs. Yeah, like that, yes, right? correct. Okay. Um, but uh, in other words, you know, again, I'm I'm now talking about how I experience music, how I experience it on an emotional level, and I, you know, things that would speak to me might not speak to another person. But those are the things that I hope not. that get with me. Is what what is the tone? What's the overall uh, look of the sound? Right? Is it is it pleasing? Whether it's loud, soft, is it pleasing? And then primarily melody and, and rhythm comes after. Okay, so with all this emotion that, that musicians have, and we're coming up just to just about 30-second answer, do you think that the real art of music is to be able to express your emotions to where anybody can understand? Mm, uh, no, uh, I think that... That might be what the most successful musicians are able to do, but I think, and at least for me, my core is I have an idea, I want to express it, I want to share it out there. That's how I approach it as a musician, not what am I going to create in the other person, but share something and hope they find something in it that resonates. And to the listener, that means you have to keep that in the back of your mind as you're listening to a song, even if it's a song you've known since you were a teenager. You keep that song there so you know how it affects you. Jeff, I really appreciate you coming here today. It was really awesome to talk to you. We're going to be speaking again. Where can people connect with you? So, and thank you for having me, uh, John. So, uh, easiest way to connect is by email, jeff.pinson, that's J-E-F-F dot P-I-N-S-O-N, and it's at hotmail.com. Awesome. And also, you can reach out to me at the OBBM Network. Download the Offbeat Business app. I'm John Chester, a music therapist. We're going to be doing this on a regular basis of the Power of a Positive playlist. I want you to tune in often, and uh, I appreciate your time. Until then, Godspeed. You've been listening to Power of a Positive Playlist with music therapist and life coach John Ivor Chester on the OBBM Network podcast. Power of a Positive Playlist airs each Monday and Wednesday at noon central and 5 p.m. central on OBBM radio in the Offbeat Business app. Or get the OBBM Network podcast on demand in podcast directories everywhere. For more insight or to book John for speaking or hire John for your therapeutic environments, go to IvorChester.com. Oh,